Success is defined differently by each and every person. For some, it's making a million dollars. For others, it's staying at home with their kids. And still for some, it might be traveling the world. Here, we interview some of the most successful people defined by their terms to see what got them there and how you can take those tips to achieve your goals as well. Welcome to Define Success. Cameron Klimzeski, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good, good. So, did you have a good day? It wasn't too bad. It was, I don't know, I just feel like days in December just get really long. Yeah. Um, it gets dark at 4.30, you feel like you've been at work all day. Yeah. Which, you have, but... I totally understand that. So, cool. Well, hey, we will jump right in. So, why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, focus, personal life, though, not professional, just about you, um, what you got going on. Okay. Um, so like Mitch said, I'm Cameron Klimzeski. Um, I guess personal side, it's really weird talking about personal side after you talk about work all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, uh, so I guess a little bit of a fun fact to start, I love old homes. Um, Mitch and his team actually helped me buy my first home downtown and it was built in 1869. So love that thing. Um, I, I'm an avid fantasy football player. I play in a league with uh, 11 other guys that uh, have been friends ever since college, so probably like seven years ago now is when we started it. Um, is it like the show The League? Oh, yeah, it's exactly like <laughs> The League. <laughs> um, you know, I like to be active, play sports, work out a little bit, uh, not nearly as much as I should. Yeah, <laughs> um, we all? Yeah, I uh, love hanging out with friends like uh, Mitch and uh, going to breweries and cool. that sort of thing. You like uh, the uh, upkeep that comes with an... 1800s home no that is actually my least favorite part about it i love how it looks and i love the aesthetic of it but my goodness it's a pain in the butt to take care of sometimes yes they are that's that's the joy of old homes for sure so cool well um tell us then a little bit about your professional life so what do you do for a living um go in a little detail about you know what what a day looks like for you and and whatnot Yep. So, um, as far as my profession, I'm a financial advisor. Um, that means that I help people feel more secure about their finances. It really just depends on, um, I guess their stage of life because everyone needs a financial advisor regardless of what stage they're in. And, you know, so tonight we were talking with a guy who is in his sixties getting ready to retire. Right. But tomorrow morning I'm talking with the guy who's married with a couple of children in his 30s so it really just depends but you know the goal is to help them identify their goals and help them get there cool cool awesome you enjoy it love it I absolutely love it gotcha how long have you been doing it it'll be five years in January okay awesome well so is that something that like when do you see yourself retiring from that is that like uh like, will you be in there till you're 65 or is it one of those things that you can retire early from or don't really know Man, it really just depends. Um, I could I could see myself working till sixty five just because I truly am just very passionate about it and love what I do yep. in there and what the impact that I have in people's lives. Um, but at the same time, I you know I think everyone one of people whenever I'm talking to any of my clients about retirement, one of their biggest things is having the option to retire earlier if they wanted to. Yeah. And so you know I'm not gonna say that I will work until sixty five. I would say you know if you asked me today, I would say I'm working until sixty five. But it really just depends on how I feel twenty years from now. You yeah. Know? And a lot of that comes with creating the succession plan for another advisor to transition in and take over for your clients, so they're not you know left hanging. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as far as the podcast goes, so um, podcast defines success. 
So for each and every person, just like you know, you create those financial plans for each and every person, it's different for everyone, right? Like mm -hmm. some people do want to retire early. Some people want to work till whenever. Some people want to travel the world. So for every person, that's different. And so that's what we're looking at here is um, success is different for you. It's different for me. It's different from, you know, random Billy Bob across the country. You know, we all have a different goal of success. So we're mm -hmm. going to look at kind of what that looks like for you um, and whatnot. So um, how did you figure out um, what success would be for you? I think success can be really with anything you're doing. But I think the key to success is actually accomplishing what you set out to do, right? Like there are a million different reasons to quit. And that is one of the biggest keys to like the little success that I've had so far is just being extremely persistent and having the work ethic to accomplish those. And more than anything, creating those goals and, and attaining them. And so I, I would say the bit, I'd say what I would define success as is deciding what you want to do. Not that that can't change. I think right. it'll change over time. But whatever your end goal is, not stopping until you get there. That's what I would say success is because I don't think I think there are lots of controllables in life, mm -hmm. but there's an equal, if not more, amount of uncontrollables. Yeah. Right? And, and so I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of things we can't control, and a lot of those things are, um, you know, how certain things go, right? Like if I ask someone to invest their money with me, if I ask three people, maybe just two of them say yes. Right, but I can't control that. I can't control what they think. I can to a certain extent, but I can't ultimately control what's going on in their minds. Right. Right. And so I think um, it's removing the uncontrollables and just working as hard as you can until you actually succeed and not quitting until you get there. Yeah. Because you can get there, but it's going to take a lot. Yeah. So what? So when you said you used to think $100,000 was success, where did that idea come from? Do you know? Man, I don't know. I feel like that's such a, like, a, I feel like that's almost like, a Midwestern subconscious thing yeah. we all think of, like, cause, you know, in Evansville, Indiana, you can make a good, comfortable living, right, a hundred grand a year. You know, that's that's um, just you know a good income, right, right. And I don't know where that came from. That's just what I used to think. Okay, so now let's say, let's say, if you could look at yourself right now and say, "I am successful," where would you be? What would that life look like? If you asked that question to yourself five years ago, you'd say making a hundred thousand. But if you ask yourself that today, what is success for you specifically? Um, yeah, and I don't even think it, I truly don't think it's the income that actually makes successful. I think it's like what it gets you. Because like we literally, I just literally wrote my vision statement, like my vision letter to myself yeah. last night, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it for five years here. Okay, so what does it get you? What does your income get you? So it gets us a lot of freedom. Um, Kelly and I actually sat down. <clears throat> Um, well, and I'll just kind of backtrack here a little bit. It's so like, I think like I used to think success was one thing and I feel like I do still have a little bit of an idea of like, as far as an income go, what success would mean to me. But I think mm -hmm. more than anything, it's what that income buys you. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't think life is about income at all. I think it's much more than that. I think my personal life, I think it's much more about serving God and serving everyone that I love and just loving everyone. And, right. And, you know, um, helping as best I can. And so, um, but whenever you think of like, um, I don't know, just creating a life for yourself that you're excited about. Um, and I will preface this by saying this is all like from God's grace that I get that, right? right. Like there's nothing that I can, I can do myself without him allowing me to. Um, but 
Um, I was actually sitting down with Kelly recently, and we were creating kind of our vision statement for what we want our life to look like in a year, and in three years, and in five years. And so, um, you know, as as we were creating kind of that five-year mark, it was much more about what the income allows us to do rather than what the actual income is itself. And so I really enjoy creating this end goal so that then I can create a formula for myself backwards and say, okay, Cam, this is what you need to do to get it going for Kelly, right? Like mm-hmm. for myself, I feel like my life almost to a fault is a lot about my business, right? And so I knew that to make it bigger than myself, I need to figure out what does Kelly want, right? Like what does she want this life to look like so that I can, um, you know, go and make it happen and all of a sudden at work, it's much more motivating for me to go and make something happen for her because I know I'm going to come home to her right. than it is for me. Right. And so like when we were talking, we were creating our vision statement, like we actually like, you know, wrote out like what we want our house to look like in five years, like specific things. Like, do we want a patio? What do we want the kitchen to look like? That sort of thing. And like almost like just draw it out, draw it out as an actual vision statement, a vision letter to ourselves. And we talked about how many kids we want in that letter. We talked about 14, right? <laughs> yes. Definitely 14. <laughs> no, that sounds awful. <laughs> Love kids, but not 14. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I'd hate him after 14. <laughs> um, so I would, you know, I I would, and that that was part of it for sure. It was, you know, Kelly having the ability to not have to work if she didn't want to, if she wanted to stay home with the kids, if she wanted to start a business venture of her own, mm-hmm. do something entrepreneurial, you know, it's a big part of it was making sure that we're putting our marriage above our kids. Also, like, you know, yeah. I think it's really important to love our children and, and, you know, raise them well. But at the same time, I think that's giving them a good example of what a marriage should look like, right? And making sure I'm still dating my wife 5, 10, 20, 40 years forever, right? And so we talked about how we're going to take a couple of trips each year, right? One, we're always going to have an anniversary trip and it's yeah. going to be awesome. It's going to be the two of us. The other, we're going to take our kids on vacation. That might be with friends. It might be with just us, whatever it might be. Um, but there were a lot of details that went into that and there were very specific details about how much money we want to have in our retirement accounts, how much money we want to have in our brokerage accounts and how much money we want to, you know, have in savings and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, there was quite a bit that we went in there, and so that way I, I love that, so that now I have some actual direction and end goal that I want to get to, so now I can go create the steps to get there for us. Right. No, that's awesome, because so many people are like, oh, I want to make a million dollars, but then it's like, what do they do with the million dollars? It's almost the status of it. Well, it, it almost, it, not even that, but like, oh, I want to make a million dollars, I hear this all the time, but how are you going to do it? Right. Right? It's like, it's a nice, warm, fuzzy thought, Yeah. but you got to actually go create an action goal for yourself to get there. Right. Right. Awesome. Um, okay, cool. So what do you think have, what, what's been the biggest factors in your life that have gotten you to where you are? So, right, like you're a young guy, um, you said the little success you've had, compare yourself to a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. you freaking balled out. Like you have been very successful. So, um, those factors that have molded you to get you to where you are, what are they? Um, so a few different things. Um, number one, I, you know, the, whenever I had this, I found out that I wanted to be a financial advisor, that was not from my doing. Um, you know, it was actually when I first became a Christian and it was my senior year of high school. And so once I kind of realized like the personal relationship that I had with God, I was like, well, you know, I thought to myself, I'm really not going to be happy unless I was serving him, right? Unless I'm doing what he wants me to do to help other people then I'm not going to be happy with it. And so I started praying over and over again for a year there and just asked God, kind of like, God, what would you have me do? And it seemed like almost um, undeniable that he wanted me to go be a financial advisor yeah. and help people with their money. And I think a big reason for that is because uh, money's a really important thing. Um, you know, we're supposed to be good stewards of our money. 
And not only that, but money affects so much else in your life, mm-hmm. right? It allows you the ability, if you're good with it, to go and create better lives for yourselves. And so, um, you know, that was number one. God just opened so many doors for me, and this is such a hard field to be successful in. Like, I think it's like a three, 3% of all financial advisors who begin oh, wow. actually retire a financial advisor. Yeah. Like, it's a really, really tough industry. And they say kind of once you hit that five-year mark, like your success goes up, your percentage goes up to like 85% or something like that. Um, so really, you know, I, I would say God has opened many, many doors for me in that and helped me a ton. And there's no way I could have done without him. Number two was work ethic. And I can't take credit for that either because I learned that directly from my dad. Like growing up, he would always put in the early mornings and the late nights, but he would still always go to like our baseball games. Right. And he would never miss anything like that for us, but man, he worked his tail off. And, and so that was something that always spoke to me. And, and it's kind of one of those things when you're a kid that you really don't even realize how much you're learning, but you're picking up quite a bit from your mom and dad. Yeah. And, and so like just my dad's work ethic and how hard he worked taught me a ton. And, you know, that's why I wake up at five o'clock every day now. Right. And I get into the office by seven and, you know, I, you know, I, I, when I'm there, I'm working, right. I'm working hard. And so I get a lot of that from my dad, thankfully. Um, I don't know. I'd say those are kind of my main two keys to the success is just, um, you know, dedication to, to working hard and God, that's all I can attain it to or attest it to. Yeah. Well, okay, so you mentioned getting up at 5, getting into the office by 7. So tell us a little bit about, obviously, you've got a morning routine, and, like, so many people are like, morning routine is the key to success, blah, 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 and you, you mm-hmm. read the uh, um, uh, Miracle Morning book and all that, and that's mm-hmm. what people are like, man, that really does change my life. So obviously, you've got one. Tell us a little bit about your morning routine. What does that look like? So I will preface this by saying that I am not nearly perfect at it yet. It's actually <laughs> something that I just started, I feel like, yeah. a few months ago. I, I noticed, so I I um, have a guy who coaches me. Um, he's actually a financial advisor with our firm, but he's in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And he is so successful, does really, really well for himself. And so I, I you know, asked him to coach me. And so, so we talk on a call once every couple of weeks. It, and, um, excuse me, he, so I, um, I realized one thing that was really holding me back a few months ago was I really didn't have a morning routine. Right. Um, you know, so I, I still think you can be successful to a certain extent without it, but I think you are, I think there is so much more you can do if you have a good morning routine. Like I noticed in my usual mornings, I would wake up. And I would really just kind of screw around on my phone for like half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd wake up at six, get into the office by probably 730 or so, right? Wouldn't really exercise, wouldn't, you know, spend a whole lot of time just thinking, like just nothing. It was wake up, screw around on my phone, go to work, right? And so um, he's kind of helped me develop a morning routine. And it is really hard for me still because I'm not an early morning person by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you know, I, I, what I have, and I will say, I probably only do it about half the days right now. I need to get much better at that. That's something that I continue to try to work on. It's just so hard in the winter when it's 30 <laughs> degrees outside and your bed's so warm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I have noticed a huge difference in the days when I do my morning routine. And I will tell you that routine that consists of, you know, I wake up, I work out, um, I spend time with God. Uh, read read the Bible probably a little bit, then um, you know get ready for work, go into the office. You know, I do have a little bit of breakfast. Um, go into the office, and then I, the first thing I'm supposed to do is read my goals. 
right? Like I look at my vision or, you know, whether it's my vision letter or just like my, I would say more than my vision letter, look at my process goals for the week. Like what do I have to do? How many dials do I have to make? How many mm-hmm. referrals do I have to get? Things like that to be able um, to hit these long-term goals, Yeah. right? Because it's bit by bit that gets you there. Um, so that's my usual morning routine, how it looks. And I will say that my days are so much more successful and just feel better when I do those because you're much more proactive and you're more courageous, if anything. Like, you feel like you can take on the world when you do that. So yeah. it's, I don't know, it's, it's super weird. I think it's just um, maybe, I don't even think it's like hokey, you would say, but it just seems like your day's just so much different when you start it with your brain working the right way. Yeah. So do you mess around on your phone? Like, the days that you actually stick to your morning routine? Not nearly as much. Okay. That, that is one thing that I need to get better at, though, is just, like, not looking at my phone for the first couple of hours. Yeah. It's crazy how addictive your phone is. It's, huh? <laughs> and I think everyone does it. Like, they get up. They're like, well, what's the rest of the world doing? It's a good way to wake up or whatnot. But then, yeah, you get stuck. And your brain is put in a very, like, regressive state when yeah. you do that, too. Like, you're not very proactive at all. You're not wanting to work hard. It's right. Just, yeah. Right. Cool. I get, next question is, who who do you look up to in your life? Like, you mentioned a few people here. Um, and this can be <clears throat> this can be in any way, whether it's business or personal or whatnot. Who do you look up to and what do they do that you see that you try to implement in your own life? Hmm. So there's a few different people that I feel like do really well at different things that I try to implement. I would say one of them is one of my good friends, Matt um, Virgin. I'm not supposed to say last names on here at all. But um, he does an awesome job of, like, putting God first in his life and making sure he's waking up and reading his Bible every day. And that's just a struggle for me sometimes. And so that is someone that I really look up to as far as, like, godliness and faith and just leading his family well. Um, As far as just, I would say, like... um, at the office, at work, um, you know, I feel like I learned, I'm not going to say everything I know, but a good portion of a lot of the stuff that I know about financial planning from Ryan in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he just does a very, very good job of being a good communicator and being a really hard worker and just staying organized and being dependable for his clients. That That's someone that I've learned a ton from and really look up to in the business because he, you know, I've noticed that so many people that run either a financial planning firm or you could probably even say this, the same thing about quite a few people doing real estate, right? That, yeah. that they don't treat it like a business, right? Like oh, yeah. they, they, they let the business run them. They don't run the business. Right. Right. And Ryan does an awesome job of treating it like a business, right? Like he puts the utmost importance on it and he is building that thing so well. He's got good infrastructure in place. He's very organized, within it and that is someone that I really really look up to with that because he is doing it the right way um, I don't know as far as like looking up to other people I, those are kind of the two main things that jump out to me as far as like the people that I look up to and respect um, I mean obviously I respect and look up to other people but yeah. those are kind of the two main well, ones that jump out at me so do they do anything specific that you've noticed that you've tried to or want to implement in your life to push you so Ryan is extremely disciplined like very very disciplined yeah he probably wakes up at 4 30 every morning and he does the same routine every single day that's something i just have not gotten the hang of yet because i mentioned i probably do it half the time yeah and he is very very disciplined and diligent about doing all of the little things that he needs to do to create success for himself um 
and his life is like really lived by design not default which is a really tough thing to do yeah because that's what most of us do right um so that's uh, you know just his diligence and his habits that he's formed and stuck to is a big thing for me that i look up to and then like matt just putting i mean just putting as much importance on he as he does in god's word mm-hmm. and his faith and growing in that in his family and leading his family well he is an awesome dad he has a little girl named graceland cutest girl in the world yeah and he um other than your niece of course <laughs> that's right <laughs> but he is such a good daddy to her and he is such a good husband and loving husband to his wife and you know that makes me look up to him a lot on the personal side of things yeah not that anyone else i mentioned isn't good at those things oh, yeah. but matt just does an exceptional job of that excel so the, those are kind of some things does that make sense though? yes that, right? that does that does awesome um Here's a question for you. This is this will catch you off guard possibly. So, <laughs> Kelly, your fiance, yep, um, recent fiance, yeah. Exciting. Um, so does she share the same idea of success that you do, right? And I could almost answer no for you in the sense that you have the same life you want to live, but mm-hmm. right, you do it two different ways. So how do you balance your different? paths like you have the same goal of success but you right. you might have two different paths so how do you really balance that and and pair those up to get to where you want to go if that Man. makes sense yeah it does that is a really good question because i mean we've really just started having conversations around this that's why we created that little vision statement and like yeah I, I, kelly isn't wired the same way as me like as far as goals go like i am extremely goal oriented to a fault like i have to have a process to hit a goal i have to have a process to do it it's like i'm very much a planner yeah and it drives her nuts sometimes which is fair um because I remember, like, when we first had that conversation, I sat her down and said, hey, I want to make our vision letter for ourselves. Like, I want I, I want your input on what you like, want this life to look like. And she really did not get into it the first, you know, really? the first conversation we had. Like, she felt like it was weird. It was awkward, which it <laughs> kind of is if you're not used to that sort yeah. of thing. So I won't, you know, I don't, you know, no fault to her for that. Um, but she started getting into it towards the end. Over the next couple of days, she actually sent me a few texts saying, hey, add this to the list that we want in five years. Oh, nice. Add this to the list. So I could tell she was actually starting to get into it. Um, but as far as how we're different, I don't know. Like, I feel like Kelly would be so good in sales. Yeah. Because I feel like she is actually a lot like me mm-hmm. um, with that sort of thing. I don't know. That I, I don't want to like not answer the question, but we've only had like one or two conversations over that so far right. since we've been engaged. And so I, and I think... I don't know. I don't know. No, it's tough. It's it is tough. Because that's, like, Julie and I have had that conversation kind of, I'm like you in the sense that, right, I'm in a sales position, and it's very, like, you work hard, you get the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And that paycheck then provides the life you want to live, where mm-hmm. Julie is uh, a little more, I don't want to say passive, but in a sense, right, passive of she goes to a nine, eight to five or whatnot and sits down and does her work and that provides a ton of stability that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, but to pair them up for a goal, especially then when we get to the point where if she wants to stay home, she can, mm-hmm. well, something still has to be clicking to bring in the income. And so right. um, I think for Julie and I, we've really found the, the point where she provides a lot of support and encouragement um, as well as the stability, like I said, of a consistent two-week <laughs> salary job paycheck. <laughs> um, and so those things for us has really paired up well, which uh, I, I thought it would be interesting because you two are just engaged. You're not married yet. So everything hadn't quite 
combine. Uh, and uh, I think the like, and that's a really good way to put all that. I I feel like the biggest way that we're different is in how our brains work. Like, I'm very analytical when it comes to like goals and stuff like that. Yeah. But she's very analytical with everything else. She was a math major, uh, okay. and she is so so smart. It's incredible. Yeah. Um. I am, she's like very analytical. Like she could have gone to an engineer if she wants to because she's basically put together everything that I own. Yeah. <laughs> like my Adirondack chairs on the front porch, like I literally just handed her screws. Yeah. <laughs> she followed the instructions and did it. She is That's very, funny. very handy. Um, and, you know, she's a much better painter. I mean, she did everything better than me for my house when we were fixing it up. And, um, you know, she she's also much more creative than me. Like, we'll play these games, and it sounds silly, but we'll play, like, word games and stuff like that, and she just crushes me every single time. Yeah. She's very, That's why she's in marketing. She's just very, very creative and very good with those sort of things. Right. Um, so I feel like, I don't know. It's a good balance. Yeah, it is a good balance. And I, and I think she really helps me live more in the moment because, again, I am very disciplined about saving money and that sort of thing. And she'll yeah. just be like, babe, let's just go out to eat. Yeah. Like, we can eat, we eat in every other night. You know, she's like, let's just go out to eat, right? <laughs> like, we have the money, why not? Like, right. And so she's going to, I think, I can't, like, tell you, like, specifically right now how that's working just because we just got engaged and we're not married and living together yet. But I can tell you that how I envision it happening is I'm going to be kind of the one that helps us plan for the future. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be the one to help me make sure that we're living in the moment and still creating the life we want right That's now. That's awesome. Right? Because, yeah. like, we don't want to – you don't want to work. I mean, I don't know anything about life going by super fast because I haven't been through it yet. Yeah. But I can tell you from, like, the people that I work with who are in their 60s and 70s, they will tell me that life goes by super fast. Yeah. Right? To make sure you enjoy it. And so I think that's going to be a big part of it. She's going to be helping us live in the moment today. And I'm going to help make sure we're still on track. Yeah. That's so funny. Because, right, you and I are in sales. Mm -hmm. They're in an eight to five. Mm -hmm. She's the one that kind of helps you live in the moment. You're disciplined. Mm -hmm. But for Julie and I, she's the one that helps us, like, stay disciplined. (laughs) And she's like, okay, we need to focus on this. And I'm like, Let's do. Let's start a podcast. Let's do this. Let's do that. And so that's yeah. funny that we're, yeah, totally backwards. So that's funny. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Final question. You kind of did this earlier, um, but it was more for your own personal, like what you're looking like for success in the future. Just in general, success. How would you define success in your own words? Yep. So, I think success in general, and I think I'm just going to summarize it how I did earlier, but I, in my mind, when I, and this could change many times over, because I really do think, like, your thoughts of success will change over time. Yeah. Because mine already have, like, multiple times. And so, I would say right now, success in general for, means, for me means whatever you want to do, your end goal, finding a way to get it done and not quitting until you get it, no matter how hard it is, no matter how many times you mess up. I read something somewhere that showed like people who are masters at their stuff have messed up far more than the amateurs have ever tried. Right. And I think that's absolutely true because how else are you supposed to learn? Yeah. So that's what I'd say. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah. You know what? My, um, one of my biggest things of success tonight would be if you want to be a groomsman at my wedding. Hey! Heck yeah! yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's legit. I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I just thought that off the top of my head. There you go. <laughs> and if anyone wants to find out more about you, how do they get in contact with you? Where can they find that information? 
Yep. Um, so I will um, preface this by saying that I feel like there are certain types of people that I bring much more value to than others. So I sure. want to make sure that I'm not wasting anyone's time. I want to make sure that I'm serving and helping people, um, you know, that will find the most value out of my work. But if anyone has any questions, they're obviously more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, they can, I mean, really, they can just Google me on my website. I'll come out, come up. But I have a Facebook page. They can message me on there. Um, it, that Facebook page, uh, it'll be Cameron Klozeski, Northwestern Mutual. Um, it'll have my... And we can drop those links in the description as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. And, and it'll have my, um, you know, my uh, email in there and show up my phone number as well. Awesome. So. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Yep, absolutely. All right. Huge thanks to Cameron Klimzeski for coming onto the podcast today, and huge thanks to you all for listening as well. If you want more information about Cameron, feel free to look at the show notes where you can see some of his websites to see if he would be a good fit for you and to help your situation. If you have any questions for me or if you want someone specifically on the podcast, let me know. Hope you all had a great time listening and I hope this helps you define success.